Welcome to episode 35 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. And I'm Willin Deal with. And this is the first time we've seen each other in like a week. Uh, since Friday. What's since today? Friday? Yeah, we went, we went together last Friday. Oh, that's Friday. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just a short amount of time though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was only, what, we saw each other for an hour. And yeah. That was it. So, yep. yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> well, we're all waiting. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to start with the bad. Okay. I'm going to start with the bad. Um... So if you've been listening, you know that I've been in the middle of a... I did a big buyout down mm-hmm. the road from my house, and everything was going great, you know, making good money, uh, moving product, and I wasn't having to move it. I was selling it from the house, which right. we all thought I had plenty of time because the move, the new people moving into the house weren't coming until May 5th. Right. So I was out there for a week and a half selling things, and... I thought had, you had like three more weeks, right? Two weeks? Yeah, about two weeks. Because I was trying to get everything out of the house uh, so they could start on the floors before they moved in. Right. All all that fell through <laughs> big time, which was, it was one of the craziest things. And uh, it was definitely a learning experience. And I'll yeah. tell you why in a little bit. But uh, let me get a little bit more into what happened. I'm not okay. going to get too specific with names or anything. But uh, so I'm in the middle of this. I'm selling all these things out of the house. I got a uh, I got a guy over there at the moment picking up a toolbox. Uh, he's also going through the garage. I'm like, hey, look around, you know, whatever. Right. And I know I got like three or four more appointments coming that evening, mm-hmm. which were going to be pretty good sales. So right. I was like, yes, this is going to be a good day. Uh, so as this guy's here looking through the garage, I'm kind of hanging out, keeping an eye. Time, and, time uh, out. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is like directly after recording the podcast. Yes, I went over there. Also your birthday. And my birthday, correct. (laughs) Yes, this was directly after the podcast. Good good point. Uh, So the guy's looking around. I see a truck pull up with a big box trailer. and I'm like, I don't think I have anybody coming right now to this house to pick anything up. So I walk over, and uh, I'm like, hey, you're here to pick up something, you know? And he's like, ha, yeah. It was the guy I bought the estate from. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, no big deal, right? Uh, he knows what I've been doing for a week and a half. I've mm. called him multiple times, uh, asking him questions about moving this out or making a trash pile to burn. Multiple times I talked to him. Right. And our buddy also had talked to him multiple times. Everything seemed like it was cohesive. So he shows up, and I say, hey, man, I didn't know you were coming. Here's the thing. I hadn't paid him yet. Right. Because when we made the agreement over the phone, he was out of town. He doesn't mm-hmm. live here. Uh, so the agreement we made was the thousand dollars for the estate and I needed immediate access to the house. Right. So he said, yes, you have immediate access. Uh, I can't take your money right now because I'm out of town. Just pay me when I come back in a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. I was like, sweet. This all sounds great. Right. He shows up and I say, Hey, I'm going to go to the house and get your money. Uh, it's been going really good. And from that point, the, the everything changed. He says, what do you mean things have been going good? You you moved things out of the house? And I say, yeah, it's been really good. Right. <laughs> to him it wasn't, I guess. Right. And I don't know where this communi- miscommunication happened, but he says, the bed? And this was a big, this was one of my sales of the week last right. week, yeah. a big Tempur-Pedic bed with a huge headboard. And I said, yeah, I sold that yesterday. It's gone. 
and he just lost it. And I can't say though with <laughs> some of the things he right. said on this podcast, but he was not happy. And I didn't. There was definitely a miscommunication because it seemed like the deal was done. We were to start moving things out. Apparently, in his head, I you know he we're in different businesses. Right. He doesn't do uh, you know he doesn't deal with people doing buyouts things like that. So I don't know if he thought it would take me a lot of time to go in there take pictures, and maybe he thought it would take me multiple weeks. But I had that house cleaned out. Right. You know, the fridge was gone, everything. And he was so mad because I guess he had planned on staying at that house for mm-hmm. another couple of days. I did not know that. Right. Well, do you think <laughs> do you think there was a miscommunication in that you had immediate access after he got there and got what he wanted out and he just didn't communicate that or what? No, because when I asked him for immediate access to the house after we made the deal, he said the new buyer has a key. Mm-hmm. And we went there like two days later and we right. called him like, hey, we're here. We're at the house. We're cleaning out some stuff. We're moving some stuff. I think more than anything, what happened was he knew the agreement we made. But I don't think the other rest of his family knew the agreement we made. Uh-huh. So when he pulled up and saw, you know, I had a little mess on the porch from moving right. things out and trash and stuff. And I think just the fact that it was a place that he was attached to mm-hmm. emotionally because it was a family member's home. Right, right. That he had been living there off and on, taking care of the place for 20, 30 years. Right. I think just seeing all those things gone, right? like really hit him hard mm-hmm. emotionally. And because initially he lost it, you know, and he's like, the fridge is gone. I'm like, yeah, man. The new buyer didn't want it. And like the fridge belongs to this house. I'm like, well, he doesn't want it, you right, know. Yeah. So it can be gone. But I think it was so sentimental the way things were set up and everything. Uh, and then you know, about an hour later, I left. I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this right, right now. I gotta go. And uh, about an hour or so later, he called me. He was calmed down, you know. And there was a few things that. He says that he told me not to sell, that maybe I did sell, but I think that too was a miscommunication because there was little sticky notes on certain things, Mm -hmm. and the things that I saw didn't have sticky notes on them. Right. And also, I mean, that couch. I sold a couch, and they were really upset about it, but I don't remember him telling me not to sell that. And I, you were there with me, and I right. don't think you remember him telling me. I that don't remember either. him. I don't remember either way. I don't. Re- I just don't remember. Right. After walking through the first yeah, house, you had I already checked out. You had already checked point. out. Yeah. But anyhow, after all that, he calmed down. I just told him. I said, "Here's your money that we agreed upon, and here's an extra six hundred for the couch that I supposedly wasn't supposed to sell." Right. And. uh and I took a cabinet back that supposedly I wasn't supposed to sell either. So I fulfilled my end of the deal. After that, they started loading up things that I had already paid for. Right. And the, but here's the thing. We did not do a contract. Mm-hmm. And I that's the learning lesson right. here is, I mean, you don't know who you're dealing with. I don't know this guy. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we plan on doing lots of buyouts in the future. And we've been getting more and more. Right. So 
a contract is definitely necessary <laughs> yeah. from now on because this is a weird day, man. I'm getting cussed out. Right. I'm getting yelled at. And I'm like, I don't know you, man. Right, right. And I thought we had an agreement. Yeah. So just to avoid those situations in the future would, would be great. Yeah. No, it's just something I never... Because for me, and this is no slight towards that guy or whatever, no, pe- people have different emotions and attachments, but I personally would never be that attached to an item. You wouldn't think, right? Right. But, yeah. So in my, and, and that's not, like I said, not to shame him for being the, in my head, I just don't think about that. Yeah. So whenever you told me that was his reaction, I was like, did you like steal something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I couldn't think of why anybody would react that way. Yeah. It and was, it's it was just wild. a disconnect between like, uh, for instance, we've done clean outs prior to this one. Yeah. One was free. Everything in the house was free. Mm-hmm. And I never, not once in my head thought. Oh, they could react poorly to us taking all this stuff out of their house, right? Because that's initial. That initially, that's what they want you to. That's what they wanted us to do. That's right. what this guy wanted me to do. He mm-hmm. wanted it all gone, right? But come to find out, that wasn't necessarily the case, right. Because, and we honestly knew that when we went the first time, and me and you looked at it, we didn't want to do this buyout because we said he's going to want too much money, or he just seems very emotionally attached and everything seems so sentimental Mm -hmm. that we don't want any part of it right so we didn't make him an offer for days and then he got back in contact like give me an offer right so we're like all right well colton even was still out which it was a good thing on your end because you didn't have to deal with that mess that i did Uh anyhow it's all over yeah and like i said huge learning lesson right and i actually talked to uh michael who he does buyouts, you know, and I was like, hey, this is what happened. He's, and do you do a contract? He's like, sometimes, uh-huh. you know, if I feel like I need to, I'll do it. And so he kind of showed me a few things that they got on their contract, okay. but it's pretty simple. It's basically, you know, a schedule mm-hmm. of when, you know, when you're going to pick everything up, when you're done, uh, the amount that you're paying for it, right. and then like an exemption list. Like if there's certain things that aren't going, you just basically inventory the house. Right. And it's all on paper. They sign it. Then you got a big leg to stand on, right. you know, at that point. I didn't have one on this one. So when they started moving everything out that I had already paid for, I didn't care at that point. Right. I didn't want to deal with them. Uh, I was getting stolen from but, <laughs> but it's all good. I, I made my money on the place. I could yeah. have made a lot more, but it is what it is, and right. it's over. Uh, happy to have it over with. You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. We got okay. we got one right. coming up. We're going uh, Sunday to look at a place in Weird, a uh, potential buyout. So we'll see how that goes. See how it goes. We'll maybe. have a contract written up yeah, before. That's what I was about to say I'll start <laughs> writing up a contract. Oh yeah, no, it was it was funny because Wesley took this deal and he had called me and offered me to still get in on it after I told him I was out initially. After he told me like the price and everything, I said ah. I still think I'm good just because it's all big stuff, all furniture. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we get done with the podcast that day. And uh, about an hour, two hours later, you call me and you're like, buddy, (laughs) you are, you are, you better be so glad you didn't get in on this deal. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Good times indeed. (laughs) Well, let's focus on some good stuff. Yeah. Let's go to the fun stuff. How was Houston? Houston was. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, so last Friday, it was past my birthday, but we were celebrating my birthday anyway. Right. Um, and I planned a Houston trip. I bought some Astros tickets. Uh, so the morning started off 
with me and Jenna dropping the kids off with my mom. And then we met Colton and LaGrange. And you could talk about LaGrange a little bit, and then I'll continue our trip okay. from there. Well, uh, LaGrange was was decent. Mm. There was one big find. I'll talk about it because it's not going to be in finds or anything. There was a Fender bass okay. that, I mean, it looked brand new. Like I think the fingerprints that were on it were mine and the lady who showed it to me. I don't think there were any fingerprints yeah. on it, no scratches. Case still had keys attached to it. And uh, they wanted 300 bucks for it, which is a little steep normally. For a thrift store. For, yeah, for a thrift store. But I still could have made like 100, 200 bucks off of it. Mm. And it was just one of those things that like I just can't pass up, even if I'm only making 50 bucks on it. It's one of those things that I have a personal <laughs> bias yeah. towards. Uh, so uh bought it, but I think I'm selling it to a bandmate, so I probably won't make any money off of it. <laughs> is what it is. I mean... You might he might can give you a little gift, a little finder's yeah, fee, yeah, but yeah. The biggest thing is I'm gonna get my base case back that I've lent to him for the past two or three years. Yeah, and maybe your next show it may sound better than the old base. It might. You it know? might. That might <laughs> get you a record, record deal right there. <laughs> it's all in the best <laughs> Uh So yeah, I, I got that. We both. Uh, it's not neither of our funds, so we can talk about it. We both got some wees. Yeah, we both got a wee. Mine was actually pretty good. I went through it yesterday. I didn't test it yet, but yeah. I just kind of was seeing what's in the bag. And it had a, a remote, the nunchuck remote piece, had all the other pieces to it. It had a Wii Fit game, okay. the manual, and it had Wii Sports too. Dang, so mine pretty didn't good have no games with it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky yeah. dog. Pretty good deal. It's 25 <laughs> bucks. What'd you pay for yours? 25 bucks. Yeah. I got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I mean, FYI, he wouldn't have got it without me. I wouldn't have because, you know, we've talked about this before. When we go in these places, Colton has his route. I go the other way. We don't want to be following each other and yeah. looking at the same stuff. So I just hit the clothes first because LaGrange is usually pretty good for me in clothing. Right. And I know you'd rather look at the electronics and games and stuff. And I don't mind looking at the clothes. It's kind of my thing anyway. Yeah. So. He came up to me. I'm going through the clothes. He's like, hey, Wes, uh, there's two more Wii's over there. I grabbed one, and uh, I can't. That's what it was. He said, I can't spend any more money. I just bought a $300 guitar. I'm buying a $25 Wii, and you were still you know, looking around for yeah. stuff. So I walked over there and got one of the Wii's. We left one there, which, I mean, probably could have just went ahead and bought them yeah, all. Yeah, my, my thing there is I, it's always so good, and I spent... Three hundred and like eighty six dollars total. Yeah, I tr if I see like three of the same thing, unless it's like something I don't think anybody wants or it's super cheap. Yeah, I usually leave like just it, some a kid might want right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I thought about I could buy all three, but then I was like, a I'm already spending three hundred bucks. B I'll at least give one to Wesley. Mm -hmm. oh, so thank you. Thank yeah, you. I mean, <laughs> anytime, anytime. So yeah. Lagrange was good. Lagrange yeah, was good. It was good for us too. The clothing was good for me. Jenna went with us, and she's got a different eye than we do. And she uh -huh. found the big find there. Yeah, I think can't talk uh, about that one yet. No, that's that's in the finds. So we'll talk about that later. All right, but from there, went to Houston. All Actually, right. you know what? You go from there because mine's like a two or three day trip. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go through mine quickly. So, I did. I went back to my usual route last week. I changed it up a bit. Ended up getting sick. Ruined everything. Uh, <laughs> so I decided to stick to Old Faithful this weekend since I was back. Mm -hmm. uh, went from Lagrange to Smithville. Smithville uh, wasn't great. I got a couple of vintage shirts, but I think I spent 
six bucks. Okay. And so got two or three. Two shirts or yeah. something like that. Uh, Bash Drop was good. Bash Drop. Uh, it's been good for you lately. The Goodwill wasn't great. The bits and pieces. Bits and pieces was good. And we'll, okay. we'll get into that in the fines. Okay. Uh, Goodwill was all right. I did make a discovery there, though. Okay. So I found some Orange Tab Levi's uh-huh. at Goodwill. And I was like, these look pristine. Bought them, bring them home. Then I realized they're brand new. Okay, so they're reproducing. They're reproducing Orange Tabs. They have a vintage series now. Because ah. I had been noticing. So like brand, brand new, like 2021 brand new? Uh, I think these were like 2019. Okay. I uh, curious when they started doing yeah. it again. Uh, I had noticed my orange tabs had kind of fallen off mm-hmm. as far as sales go and how quickly they went. And I think it's because there's new ones now. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. I mean, unless you're getting them super cheap, maybe you don't buy them anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that w- that was what I learned at the Goodwill this week. <laughs> okay, we're we're just learning so many things this so week. Many things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get into the Houston trip. I can't wait. Okay, so from Lagrange, we're thinking let's just get to Houston. You know, uh, we we're planning on eating some lunch or whatever when we got there. So we went ahead and took off. We I stopped at a thrift and uh, Katie on the way because mm. Jenna wanted to get her nails done. Yeah, which were cool. She got them done like Astros colors. That's pretty cool. I saw it's on Instagram. Yeah, uh, so I popped into a Goodwill. It wasn't bad. Um, and then from there we went to Houston. So the game was that evening. Uh, I don't think we did really anything else. We grabbed something to eat. We got checked into our hotel, and. The game was at seven ten, mm-hmm. so I have messaged our buddy, old Una Luna Vintage Franklin, uh-huh. and he, I say, hey, what time do the gates open? Because it's bobblehead night, right? Yeah. And he's like, two hours before uh, the first pitch, whatever. So the game's seven ten. They open at five ten. Like, well, we're gonna be there, you know. He messaged, or I messaged him. I said, I'm in your hood right now, <laughs> and he says, okay, well, I'm going to the game to get my bobbleheads. He wasn't actually going to watch the game, right. just going to get his bobbleheads. I said, okay, well, I'll be there, and I'll be there you know, when the gates open. Right. And he's like, well, cool. I'll uh, I'll meet up with you. And he's like, and I'll buy you a beer for your birthday. I'm like, hey, go. right on, man. So uh, we get to the game. We get our two bobbleheads, uh, and we're there super early. So we walk. I haven't been at a stadium in years, so yeah. we walk around the whole stadium, check out the gift shop you know, or the team store. Uh, they're really strict now, though, these days. Like, when you're getting into the game, uh-huh. like, yeah, take everything out of your pockets, take your hat off. Uh, you can only have a bag, like, this big. Dang. Jenna had her purse, big purse, and they're like, no, ma'am. And she's like, dang it. So she, she got out of line, went back to the hotel. I'm like, no, because we got to get our bobbleheads, you know? <laughs> I didn't know how quick they went. Right. Uh, we actually stayed at the hotel across the street. So she was. it took her five minutes to run up there, mm-hmm. drop her bag off, come back. Uh, but then I went in the door. You know, to the to the stadium, got my bobblehead, and then I try to walk out the door. Uh-uh. No reentry. You will not get back in if you come out of this door. Really? Which I was out at the door, but yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know, but my wife needs her ticket. It's on my phone, and they're like, just stand inside the door, and when you see her come up, you know, have Dang. have her come up, whatever, scan the ticket. I don't remember it ever being that strict. Uh huh. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I guess with COVID and yeah. with mass shootings and all mm. kind of stuff they just have to change the way things are done but uh anyhow we get in we're walking around uh and then franklin says meet me behind the crawford boxes I say, okay so we head over there and uh 
I'm just like, I don't even know what this guy looks like. I've never <laughs> met him in person, but he knows what I look like. Right. So he watches the podcast. He's one of our big big fans. Appreciate it. Uh, so anyway, he walks up. And he's, Wes, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he's a nice guy, man. We had a good good conversation. And like I said, he went and grabbed me a beer at the bar. I already go. had one, so I got two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we hung out for probably a good 30 minutes, but I think his wife and kids were waiting on him. Uh-huh. So. Uh, he headed out, uh, but it was good to meet you, Franklin. Um, he didn't he didn't tell me his honey hole though. He said, uh, "I was like, so what should I do while I'm down here?" And he's like, "Well, uh, you know, you can garage sale tomorrow, and then there's the flea markets that are pretty good." And he said, uh, "I think he told I think he told us that I don't even know if I want to say he's there was a town. He's like, this is where my honey hole is." Okay. But you didn't tell me specifically where the honey <laughs> hole is, but that's okay. We actually didn't thrift too much while we were in Houston. Okay. Because we were just, for one, our car was in valet. Our oh, truck was yeah. in valet. Yeah. And I didn't want to pull it out, get back, put it mm-hmm. back in. So we tried to walk a lot of places. There yeah. was no thrifts downtown. Right. There was no garage sales really downtown. So we we used it more for relaxing yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and we did do a little thrifting day too. Uh, the thing was though, we went to another game. Right. The first game, oh, the first game was amazing. Oh, I heard. Uh, it was not looking good, you know. Like uh-huh. they were up. Uh, I think it was four to two, and then we came back and tied it up, and then we went into the extra innings. Mm-hmm. And bottom of the tenth, they brought uh, they brought in a kid who only had had like two at bats, three at bats mm-hmm. the whole year, and. We had like runners on base, and he hits a single and knocked a runner in, walk off, 10th inning win. I was like, yes! <laughs> so I'm losing my mind in the stands. And uh, there's a game the next day, and I'm uh-huh. like, hey, I like those seats better. So we spent a little more money and got better seats for yeah. the next day. And that one, they won 16 to 2. <laughs> so, and it was more bobbleheads that day, too. There you so go. that was cool. Don't uh, even have to go thrifting, just get your product at the game. Yeah, and we actually ended up with the extra bobblehead that day. Cause we each got one, and there was these. It was a whole f- like line of a family in front of us, uh-huh. and there were older, a couple older guys, and they left in like inning seven, mm-hmm. and they left two bobbleheads under their seats. <laughs> and at that point, it's like, well, you're never gonna find them, right. and they're not coming back. Yeah. So I was like, well, I just <laughs> grabbed one, and the lady next to me was like, can I grab the other one? I said, yeah, they're not coming back. Right. So she grabbed it, and they didn't get there in time to get there. So I was like, yeah, take it. There you go. Uh, so we ended up with three that day. But uh, that that morning before the second game, we went thrifting uh-huh. a little bit. Uh, we walked to a restaurant that Jenna's friend owns, downtown Houston area. And I got to tell you what happened there. This I'm full of stories All this right. week. Lay it on me. So we walked. It's about a mile, which isn't bad, you know. Yeah. The weather was nice. So we took a walk that morning. And it's called a Sinful Bakery. It's okay. like a vegan bakery mm-hmm. that a friend of hers from college, I guess, became a chef and opened this deal. So we're like, well, let's go check it out. We walk down there. We eat. It's good. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't want to walk back. And we want to go thrifting. There's no thrifts here. So let's just get an Uber back to the hotel. We'll get our truck. Right. Hit some thrifts and then go to the game. Uh, <clears throat> so she calls the Uber. Or whatever right apps the uber yeah, whatever you want yeah. to call it uh summons uh so the uber's on the way and i'm like oh what are we looking for she's like oh it's a black honda and uh she tells me the guy's name I'm like oh okay and 
That's it. But it's like a black Honda, kind of like a little car SUV mixture, you know, like a little hatchback kind of thing. Yeah. All right, cool. So we're in the parking lot of this uh, bakery. Right. There's no other cars in the parking lot. There's nobody else there. Breakfast is kind of over at this point. And uh, I'm like, how far is the Uber? She's like, ah, three minutes or so. Like, okay. In about three minutes, Black Honda pulls in the parking lot. Fits the description. It's uh, black, about the this. same vehicle, and <laughs> it's kind of just sitting there. Like, right. it's not moving. And I'm like, oh, cool, the Uber's here, you know? So we start walking toward the car. I get to the back door, and I hear, Dum. and I'm like, oh, he unlocked the door, right? So I start pulling on the handle, <laughs> and... I, I'm like, why, why, why is the handle locked? And I keep pulling. And then the dude looks back at me and he throws his hands up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I throw my hands up. I'm like, the door. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is how you know I'm not a city person because <laughs> I don't do Ubers very often, things like that. Our city skills are weak. Uh, they rolled, finally rolls the window down and he's like, is this about to be a thing? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, my Uber, I'm just, and he's like, oh, no, I'm trying to get some food. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, well, I'm waiting on a black Honda that fits this description, and, you know, and he's like, man, I, he got out of the car, and he's like, I'm sorry, dude. And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. I, was, I just thought someone was about to go down. Right. <laughs> I like, I, I'm sorry, man. It just, he, he probably thought, but. I mean, nobody would rob you just to get in your back seat, right? right? Yeah. Like, hey, it's 10 in the morning, nice, beautiful, <laughs> sunny day in the middle of the city. I'm just going to hop in your back seat. But maybe, oh, I don't know. I mean, crazier things have happened. Yeah, but we, I was losing my mind after that. I'm just dying laughing in the parking <laughs> lot. And Jenna's like, our Uber needs to get here now. I want to get out of here right <laughs> now. And I'm like, this is hilarious. It's fine. Oh, man. But yeah, that happened. How many times have you been in an Uber? I don't know, maybe like five or six trying to think not many i think but maybe twice in my life yeah now okay well for the future for future reference it gives you the license plate number oh it does on the app and uh it shows you the driver as well but this dude kind of fit the description of the driver that we had oh really you know uh but i didn't know well i did know it did the license plate but it was on jenna's phone i didn't have right. that phone yeah and i'm just assuming man the only only car, car in the parking and lot, and he's not getting fits out the of the description of the car and the driver. Everything fit perfectly <laughs> until I try to open his door, and <laughs> I'm glad uh, he didn't like go nuts on me. Right? Yeah. I'm like, hey, calm down. <laughs> Look, here's Jenna's phone. There's an Uber on it. <laughs> it shows the same car. Crisis but, avoided. Goodness. Yes. So anyhow, <laughs> after that debacle, <laughs> we uh, our Uber pulled up like 30 seconds later. Uh-huh. We hop in there. We go back. We get our truck. Go do a little thrifting. Thrifting is interesting in Houston. Okay. Uh, there's tons of thrift stores, mm-hmm. not downtown, but just outside of downtown. So right. we went and hit two. The first one, horrible. Expensive or just nothing good? Nothing good. Yeah. Not Tons and tons of t-shirts. Uh-huh. And they're all separated by color. Mm-hmm. There are, there's not prices on anything either down there. Really? Like, they'll have like a little blue plastic piece and then a purple one. And then oh, they you're can have like to a know. list. But the one of them had a list. The other ones didn't. I was like, I don't know what this right. costs. So I just grabbed a couple things that went up there. It wasn't bad. But that store, I didn't buy anything. Okay. Jenna didn't buy anything at that one either. That's mm-hmm. how bad it was. Dang. Uh, but then we went to another one. This one would have been really good. Here was the problem. I'm going through and I'm like, oh man, like 
I like this. I would buy this. Right. I'm finding jerseys. I'm finding all kind of stuff. And I'm looking at the prices, and I see some of them say 99. I'm like, well, that's probably 99 cents, right? Right. Then I see some that say 191, a bunch of them, 191. And I'm like, I wonder if this is a code for something, right? right? And then I find like nicer things, and it says 575 or 757, one of the two. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, that's a code. And Jenna was singing the same thing. I went to her. I was like, what are the, what's the deal with these prices? And right. she's like, well, I don't know. There's no like list that says 575 is this much right. or whatever. So I grab a a bunch more of some of the things that kind of go into the fines. And we're kind of in a rush because we're trying to get back to the game to get right. more bibles, right? <laughs> so we go up, we pay for a few things, and then Jenna hands her one, and I was like, what is this 191? And she goes, oh, it's $1.91. Like, but it was written really poorly, right. too. On the tags, and I'm like, who prices something at a dollar ninety one? <laughs> yeah, that's super. Weird. And not just one thing, like thousands of things in the store priced at one ninety one. So weird. And then I was like, what about seven five seven or five seven five? And she's like, yeah, that's the price, five seventy five or seven fifty seven. Like, who does that? <laughs> and I'm thinking the only thing I can think is maybe after tax on something like that, it comes to an even number. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. But it was weird. I would have bought a lot more stuff at that thrift store had right. I known. But I ran out of time, mm-hmm. and I was scared to grab those things because I'm like, what if that's like $57? Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> $575? Yeah, I was so confused. And yeah, I was like, well, I'll just go back tomorrow, which right. didn't happen because we we actually slept in one day. It was beautiful. <sighs> Dang. Uh, yeah, but that was... In essence, my Houston trip. There was a lot more that happened, mm-hmm. but the Uber thing was the best, the best story out of the whole thing. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you had fun. I did. It was a blast. All right, all right. <laughs> well, uh, back to reality. Back to reality. We got a book sale coming up. Yes, about time. And boy, has have I been organizing? Yeah, it has been a process. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I wish I could help you more. I didn't. I didn't even know you're doing it. But also, I've been out of town and and I was back to regular work. So. It was more out of necessity because the van still has stuff from our Ventique sale and that load that Bradford brought. Mine does too. But I couldn't <laughs> unload it because there wasn't any room in here. So I I figured out a system for our books. Mm-hmm. Figured out our shelves fit two rows. I got inventive and figured out that I could make end caps out of tape. So I just taped from pole to pole <laughs> to keep the books. Up. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It's smart. <laughs> so it's all, it's all ready to go now. All we have to do is price all the small stuff. All the books are set up. Mm-hmm. All the furniture's in a corner, so we just got to pull it out whenever we're ready. Yep. And uh, what are we thinking, like two weeks from now? Uh, I, th- It's like two and a half weeks, something okay. like that. It'd be uh, May... Oh, don't give me lying. I'm going to pull up a calendar real quick. 14th, 15th. Somewhere in that in that time period. <laughs> Hold on. I got it right here. Let's see. So the first weekend here, we're going to skip it because it's homecoming. Mm-hmm. It's like our little town festival. The next weekend, we're going to skip that because we just need a little more time. Right. So it will be May 14th and 15th. Nailed it. Man, I yeah. nailed it. Yeah, you did. All right. May 14th, 15th, Resale Brothers book sale, barn sale. Come check us out. It's going to be a lot more than books. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. so much little junk now from, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember that guy's name. Robert. Yeah, from Robert. <laughs> Tons of little stuff from Robert. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good sale. And please come out and buy some stuff because yeah. we got to move some product. Mm-hmm. We have another, like I said, we got that other buyout possibly happening. Uh, but we do, we did pull the trigger on something yesterday yes, we did. Yes, that we is going to be so helpful to us and hopefully so profitable for us. Mm-hmm. I know my wife is excited. I'm excited. She's excited because we're going to have more places to put stuff right. in. That means it's not in our cars and in the house. So. <laughs> but go ahead, lay it on them. So. We are going to be, do you know what booth number it is? I don't know the booth number. We are going to be in a booth in the Ventique Antique Mall in Taylor, Texas. It's going to be a 10 by 10. It's a 10 by 10. In the front room. In the front room. I believe they're open every day. Mm -hmm. So we will have our product available for sale every day of the week. And you can stop by whenever you want. Maybe we'll even throw a couple of hats in there. Hey, what not? If somebody wants to stop by and grab a hat, yeah, feel free. That'll work. Yeah, so that's uh, pretty yeah. exciting. I, I'm excited about that. Get mm-hmm. some furniture out. Hopefully, we can price it how we want to instead of cheap to get it gone. Right. And the other good thing, I know, like I've said this multiple times, I think you have to. I hate selling glass Mm -hmm. but we have a ton of it we buy it because it can be valuable right and we end up with a lot of it in buyouts and cleanouts but i hate it well that's what i was before (laughs) we started i was telling wes i had gone through a lot of uh robert's stuff that he gave us and there was some of it that was worth like 10 to 15 bucks yeah but it's glass the time spent packing it it's not worth listing it for 10 mm-hmm. to 15 bucks. But when you just sit it in the shelf in an antique mall. Right. Okay. Well, uh, let me rephrase. I don't hate glass. I hate packaging and shipping glass. Right. And storing Completely it. agree. So, storing it is almost worse than packing it for me. Yeah. Because it takes up so much space because you can't stack it or throw it in a tub right. or anything. Antique booth. Perfect place to put a lot of these nice glassware. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're looking for some glassware, <laughs> we'll have that. We'll have furniture. That, that definitely won't be the majority of our booth. It's going right. to be a mixture, and we're going to try to make it with some of our best inventory. Yeah. So it's going to be some, have some nice clothing stuff. in there, too. Yeah, we'll throw some clothing, hats. But, I mean, I, God knows what we're going to put in there. Yeah. We just have so much stuff, and I'm going to pull stuff, some stuff out of my eBay store mm-hmm. and put it in there specifically because... Yeah. I want people to walk by the other booths, but then when I want them to see our booth, I, I got to go in that yeah, booth, you yeah. know? So it's going to be some of our top-notch stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, the $300 motorcycle helmet. It's coming back. It's coming back. Dang. Yep. He said <laughs> it was too small. It's a double XL, I know, right? man. Man, I, I ain't know. got a head on it. Uh-huh. But I feel this pain. I got a big old head too. I didn't try it on, but it probably wouldn't fit me either. I got a small head, so it would have been huge on me. I actually feeling. the funny thing is, is so I'm getting that back because it was too small, and then I had a hat that I sold that got sent back. I got it back today because it was uh-huh. too small and it was adjustable. Really? Yeah, and it was too small. Mm-hmm. So I, they which, made it all the way to the last button. I, I've done getting... that too. I had to get a hat customized because it was at the last button and it still wouldn't fit yeah big head big head man big brain right yeah, big I, brain I, i'm gonna say that anyway all right uh give me uh give me a little soundboard yeah what do we now, got i accepted an offer on this and let's see it just disappeared because it went into my soul category uh <laughs> so this is a rjc which is a shirt brand. Okay. I normally would not buy a shirt like this. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. The collar and button up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I just don't go through that section because yeah, it's too much. Uh, but it's a RJC brand. Uh, and it's got bomber planes all over it. Really? Yeah, like old airplanes. And I think that's what caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Hawaiian. It's a 3XL. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's a big Samoan man. Yeah. Rock this thing. Uh, I don't remember what I paid for it. It was from the Kyle thrift store. So it was probably like three or four bucks. Right. Uh, I had it listed for 35 Just took an offer for 30 bucks. There so, you go. Decent little sale. All right. Yeah. Uh, I just got a couple small things I want to throw in before we get, because we're already at. 36 minutes. Dang. Throw them in there. Uh, so, update on Facebook Marketplace. Right. I, I talked about trying it out a while ago. Not not for furniture, but actually shipping stuff. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I knew there was something. <laughs> I knew there was a catch. So, the my issue with it is uh, the... Well, A, it takes like two weeks to get your money. Yeah. Because you sell it, they pay for it automatically, but you don't get the money until it arrives there mm. and they say it's good to go. It's yeah. kind of like Mercari. Mercari, right. Yeah. Uh, and then it's another three days for processing time after that. Uh, so I don't like that. I also don't like the listing apparatus. You can't do like a sell similar. Ah, uh, okay. So you got to create your whole listing every single time. Gotcha. Which is a little bit easier than eBay because there's not like item specifics. You don't have to go through and list like material. Which is a pain and, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so it's give and take on that. My biggest complaint is your notifications for when you sell something are mixed in with your normal Facebook notifications. And for somebody like me who looks at Facebook every Thursday for <laughs> second chance pictures and yeah. that's it, I got too many notifications to look through for what sold. Gotcha. So you're missing something. I'm out. Yeah, you missed you missed a sale or something, I guess. No, I didn't. It was just I kept getting messages. That was another thing. People, I guess, are more apt to reach out on there because they're uh, on Facebook you. already. Yeah, kind of like when we sell big stuff on Marketplace, they're right. going to be like, hey, is this available? All that. And I the, I can't take that many messages. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> That's the beauty of eBay. Like right. You rarely deal with the customer. Mm-hmm. When you do, there's either an issue or something. Right. But most of the time, you just bing. Oh, I got a sale. Okay, ship it. You never hear from them. Right. Which, and yeah. I I had had items up. I didn't have much, so take that with a grain of salt. But I had had items up for like two or three months with no interest. Mm-hmm. I sold like one or two things as soon as I listed everything, and then after that, nothing. Yeah, I wonder it may be something with their algorithm, like where yeah. it, it may just fall down to the bottom and nobody ever sees it again right. if it's not new. A newly listed item, they may never see it. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but so I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we're done with you, Facebook. I had one other thing. Oh, so this past week, I listed like five or six items, and uh, one of them sold. And in my like sold category, I noticed that the total was only like three dollars above what I listed the item for, and I knew it had priority shipping. So the total should have been like $10 above what I listed the item for. Okay. I got you. I'm following. eBay had switched all of my listings that day to free shipping for some reason. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they could do that. I don't know. So I I had heard about people listing on the app, and the app would change it to free shipping. I list. That's how I list right. all the time. But I do free shipping. But you do free shipping. Mm-hmm. But I list on the computer, and that's never happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I access because the way listing on the computer works when you make a change it stays that way until you change it again. It's not per listing. Mm-hmm. Like so, say I put I want to have free returns on 
if I click that once, it stays on for every I got future you. The setting is permanent until you change it. Right. So I don't know if I accidentally clicked free shipping. And then everything switched to it. But like <laughs> the way the shipping thing is set up on the desktop version, mm-hmm. the button for it is way to the right of anything I would have clicked. Yeah. So I can't imagine I accidentally clicked Could've it. Could have just been a little glitch Could've in the been. system, you know. But it lost me 20 bucks. Oh, man. Yeah. They owes you some money. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was an item that I got for free. Okay. So Anybody's I, made you a ton of money. Yeah, so. I didn't lose any money. <laughs> I just could have made yeah. $20 more. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. That's interesting. I've never I've never had that happen. But well, you list free shipping. Always free it, shipping. It seems like it's never the opposite. It seems like somebody yeah, who does free weird. shipping, it doesn't get switched to not free shipping. But anybody who does... Not free shipping, it gets switched to free shipping. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Yeah. You didn't notice it until you were making sales. Right, yeah. Sales I, I had up. listed everything, and I had listed an item too cheap because I had free shipping, yeah, so it I sold gotcha. super quick. Yeah. So I, I was like, dang, I'm already sold, and I looked at it and realized yeah. what had happened. Did it, Did you lose money on the item? No, like, okay. it, it, like I said, it was free. Well, I know, but even sometimes like shipping can be $40. No, <laughs> no, it was... It's in my cell, so we'll, okay. We'll All right, it. we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. You got anything else? I don't. I don't have anything else. Right. I feel like I talked a lot this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I talked a lot last yeah. time, so we <laughs> evened it out. All right. Well, let's get into the. It's it's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So speaking of not looking at things, I never would have bought these ever. Yeah. But they were so ugly that I had to look at them. Okay. You could just see the side, though, I'd imagine. Right. Yeah. Right. They're Affliction. Uh-huh. And apparently Affliction stuff still does well. I wouldn't have thought. But. I bought these. Uh, oh, for, for listeners, these are a pair of Affliction swim trunks. I bought these at Second Chance this weekend. I think I paid $1.50. And... Uh, I have them listed for 30. Okay. Uh, And I've seen solds. I actually saw this exact pair sell for 40 before, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to get them gone quickly. So I list them for 30. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the time. Like you could buy every, not every, but you could buy a ton of them swim shorts at Second Chance and make money. Mm -hmm. Because I know last last year around summertime, Moff was bringing me swim trunks. That were some personal that he had had and some right. that he just picked up and they they did pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's not, you're not like hundred dollar pairs, but you're getting thirty, twenty five, right. and you're getting them for a couple bucks. Right. So it's not bad. I did have an interesting pair that I bought that this has never happened before. Uh, they were like nineties looking, kind of look like you remember those body gloves. Body glove, yeah. They kind of look like those only they were blue, and uh, bottom dollar fifty, but. I, there was no evidence of the existence of this brand online. <laughs> yeah. No sold comps. Even the Google search couldn't find anything on this company. Huh. And I can't even, it was like Saison or something, but it was like three different names. It was Saison, De America, by Wade Sportswear. Interesting. I don't have a clue. <laughs> and I searched all those three things separately, all of them together in different orders. And this is just on Google. I don't know how you remembered all that. Well, I had them right in front of me. I uh, bought them. No, I'm talking about the name of all that. Oh, it's because I did so much research okay. trying to. Find <laughs> but yeah, they're they're super cool. The, the only problem is, is a lot of people search by brand names. So right. unless somebody just searches like vintage swim trunks, they're yeah. not going to find them. 
I mean, I'm sure you have them listed. No, yeah. You never know. Yeah. You haven't, have you had them listed since last summer? Uh, I just got them this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they might sell. Yeah. You never know. Sell. We'll see. We'll see. If not, maybe that'll be one of the things in our yeah. antique. Those, those are weird swift trunks that, that you picked up. They also have a... It's like an art piece. They have like a metal skull that hangs off the side. Oh, really? And like, it's pretty heavy. And it's a bottle opener or something? No, it's just no, a just little, the, little pendant. Uh, all right. My thing, though, is like if you jump into the water, that thing's going to slap against you. It's yeah, I don't think heavy. I'd want that. I wonder what it's used for. <laughs> I think it's just decoration. Fend off sharks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's one of my finds. And then this is what made uh, Bits and Pieces good. Okay. So this is a Kenwood cassette player. Yep. And uh, it was... Single cassette Single player. cassette player. It was in very pristine condition. Super clean. And, uh, you know, there's never any guarantees of it working. Plugged Not it in, worked perfectly. I paid eight bucks for it, got it listed for 80. And this isn't in the fines, but they also had a VCR there for five bucks. Uh, and it worked perfectly too. So good day at bits and pieces. Right on. <laughs> Which has been rare lately. Yeah. Their electronics, the most time, are beat up. Yeah. So and I there's usually to... not anything, even the beat up stuff isn't, wouldn't be good if it was in good shape. Right. Well, cool. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into yours. Okay. I've been talking about bobbleheads all day. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is one of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine bobbleheads I came home from Houston with. Okay. So the find is, is technically just bobbleheads. Right. But there's a picture of one there. Uh, so at the game, the first game, we got two Jose Altuve bobbleheads. The second game, we got three Jordan Alvarez bobbleheads. Okay. And then the same day at the thrift, I picked up four Arizona, or St. Louis Cardinals, different players and okay. coaches bobbleheads, and they were like three or four bucks. So yeah. it was a bobblehead kind of weekend, all and right. that's one of my finds. There you it's go. a conjoined find all in one. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get a, a baseball game and you get to make some money. Oh, yeah. It almost pays for the ticket. Really? Yeah. Dang. It's yeah. a good deal. This next one, I'm super intrigued. Okay. Yeah. I wish I would have kept all the information on this, but I, I, remember, can, I can tell you some things about it. I remember, because I had found, you were looking for Jenna, and I found her before you did in the thrift store, and I, I actually ended up looking it up before you got over there. Yeah. But I don't remember anything about it. Okay. Well, this was at uh, Second Chance on the Grange, and Jenna found this. This she's, is like uh, I said, she's... She looks at things differently than we do, and she looks at different uh, sections than we do. Right. I look at the art a little bit, but I just glaze real quick. If nothing catches my eye, mm-hmm. she'll put a little more time into looking at it. Uh, this was framed. Okay. I took it out of the frame. So this is a, it's a big lithograph print. Uh, the dude, the artist is named Fred Machetans. Okay. I probably said that completely wrong. <laughs> and the bear's name is Binky. Oh, it has a name? It has a name. So this Binky. is what I... The reason I pulled it out is because when I looked up Fred Machetans uh-huh. on eBay at sold comps and things like that, it was showing a lot of them that were limited and numbered and signed. Okay. Right? And I, this had a mat, you know, around right. the inside the frame, and most of them were at the bottom. So I was like, ah, maybe the mat's covering it. So we pulled it out of the frame. It's just basically a big lithograph of a big bear head. Right. Uh, and then it's got the dude's name in 1978. But anyhow, we pulled it out. I pulled the mat. Nothing. No mm-hmm. no signature, no limited number, nothing. 
Like, ah, that's no good. Right. But then I do a little more research. I look at the ones you found on WorthPoint. Uh Uh-huh. And none of those have the... um, Number. The number signature. And so I read about those and how they listed those and things. And it was saying that however they made this lithograph is like some sort of... I can't remember if it was like some sort of stone or Mm -hmm. something... Anyhow, they were saying that's kind of the signature on this particular print. This was uh, made okay. for the Alaska Zoo. Really? And it was limited to 100. Damn. It was only 100 of these made, supposedly. Uh, so I listed it, and it's not in perfect shape. It's got, like, it's pretty nice. But right. It's got one little, like, crease, maybe yeah. I would call it. It's not really that noticeable. But I posted it. I, that's in the listing and everything. I listed it for 500 bucks. It's got two watchers, oh, and that's in, man. that's in like two days. Goodness. So not bad for a $500 item getting two watchers in like a day or two. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked because we may not get 500 right. but I feel like eventually it will sell for a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. How much do you pay? $8. $8. Eight whole bucks. Good find, Jenna. Yeah, keep keep your eyes out for the art section. I mean, I mean every time we talk tough. about one of our finds, all I can think is you got to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep you know messing with her. We'll get her on one day. All right. She's she's good at it. Yeah. You know. So we'll All see right. what happens. Well, I guess let's get into the when you buy real low, but you sell real high. It's the sell of the week. So this is the item that sold with free shipping. Oh, okay. These are uh peanuts, van slip on shoes. Uh sold for fifty bucks. Probably could have got 50 bucks plus shipping. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I got them for free. These are from Prescott. Uh, so, I mean, I can't complain. I've still made 40 bucks off of them. Yeah. So. And when you say peanuts, he means Charlie Brown, Snoopy right. peanuts. Yeah, audio <laughs> listeners. That's that's their Christmas, Christmas Charlie Brown and Snoopy slip-ons. Yeah. And apparently, I don't know if it's by the artist who originally did the peanuts or if it's a different artist, but it was peanuts by so-and-so. Mm. So... I wouldn't know who the artist that did Peanuts was. Me neither. If you ever see uh, vans with Peanuts stuff on it, though, they do pretty good from all the comps. I've noticed, like, the vans, because, like, with the Slayer ones I got, Mm -hmm. pretty valuable. These these ones with the Peanuts, pretty valuable. I think it's just the ones that they did for a short time with different artists. Mm -hmm. I've seen the ones with uh, Ralph Steadman Uh did some, and those do pretty decent. I think it's just their limited uh, collaboration type ones, so... And the the thing about this is uh, Prescott's, you're crazy, man. I don't think these were ever worn. Like, they were dusty from, I guess, sitting in his closet, but I cleaned the dust off, and it mm-hmm. didn't look like they'd ever been worn. Yeah. So, appreciate it, Prescott. <laughs> Thank you very much. This next one is a joint find, and it's going to be very confusing to look at. I know what it is, though, because <laughs> I've been watching your store, and I've already heard the story on these. So, this is a Commodore 64 motherboard mm-hmm. our friend bradford came by and dropped off a bunch of records and then a bunch of commodore 64s that were just all torn apart <laughs> so he had like actually up there on the shelf there's only two bodies that were complete and the rest of them were all motherboards that were torn out that he had taken out to do mm-hmm. something with are the keyboards too or something like that there were some keyboards Look like keyboards. yeah but it was I don't know if he either bought just some motherboards or he lost some parts along the way because there wasn't enough to complete every single one. 
Gotcha. Otherwise, I probably would have tried to sell them all as lots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these these are just the motherboards. They have the back case on them. No way of testing them at all, nor would I have any knowledge how to. Uh, so I listed them as is, four parts, no returns. That's, that's what and you get. how many were there? There were 13 total. 13. And two of them sold for, one of them sold for 40, one of them sold for 44, and then 11 of them sold for 60 bucks a piece. Which ended up being like... So that's about $740, I think. And the 11 all went to one buyer. Yeah. He bought all of them. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, he pe- so I told him, he messaged me asking if I would accept 60 a piece if he bought all that I had left. And I said, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told him, but don't pay until I send you an invoice because I can package them all together instead of you paying shipping for each separate one. Right, right. And he replied, he said, okay. And then I look and he had paid didn't wait on the invoice so the total was like 800 bucks for this one order Mm -hmm. and uh so i still i I packed them all together uh printed out a fedex label and then refunded him the extra partial refund yeah because it was like 180 dollars that he paid in shipping yeah and it cost me like 40 bucks see resale brothers are stand-up folks (laughs) he didn't have to do that yep (laughs) yep so i mean i I could have made an extra hundred bucks there, but we all could have. But no, that's that's the right thing to do. Yep. And the weird thing was about this, you had uh, asked me like, "Did you see those sales?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I only saw the keyboards. When uh, I look, okay. when I follow your store, I click on it, and uh-huh. I, some I'll go to your solds. These didn't pop up for really? some reason. Yeah, I don't. That happens with your store for me too. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know if it's like ones that you accept offers on or if it's just takes a Maybe while to show up. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I've looked multiple times. It's like, he told me about selling all those, but I don't see it anywhere. Really? But yeah. Still haven't shown up? Weird. So maybe because you took an offer, I don't know. Strange. But I was pretty excited when he told me, though, because this is a partial sale for me. <laughs> yeah. It goes to Bradford, Colton, and me. So yep. pretty awesome. Yep. So that, that, was, that was probably the biggest sale. I mean, it wasn't one item. Mm-hmm. But to one customer since the Levi's probably. Yeah, maybe so. I think his order total before shipping was like 660 bucks. Crazy. Yeah, it's a good day. And the best part about it was listed them all, everything sold same day. Yeah. Except for those two little pieces that I have left. They'll, they'll probably sell. They got yeah. watchers. Yeah, one. I've already sold one. I had three of those. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'll sell. Yep. I mean, good. Good. Uh, Bringing those to us, Bradford, <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> well, but. I mean, that's kind of what I did, too. I was just, like, swinging in the dark, listed them at four parts. And I there were some comps for them selling, but a lot of them sold, tested, like somebody had tested all of them. Gotcha. So I priced them, like, 20 below what the tested ones were mm-hmm. selling for, and he sent me an offer for, I think, 10 below what I listed them for. And I was like, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, please. Because I had told Bradford when he asked me if I wanted to do it, I was like, I don't know anything about them, so I can do it, but I'm not guaranteeing that I'll get the most out of it or they'll sell quickly because yeah. I'm just shooting in the dark. He's like, I don't care. I just want them gone. So yeah. That worked everybody out for everybody. Wins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a little familiar. Yep. The bobblehead. Well, <laughs> this is just one of the bobbleheads. Right. Uh, so I threw this in a sale just because it sold really fast and I paid... For those tickets that day, two tickets was 200 bucks. I got 
three of these. This one sold for 60. So 61. If I sell all three, that almost pays for the ticket. When you got the free ones too, right? No, I got one free one of these. So I got oh, three okay. of them. Gotcha. Three of these will almost make up for the two hundred dollar ticket. There you go. Almost. So you but, basically paid ten bucks a piece to. Well, go after again. shipping, it'd be a little different. Ah, well, we'll forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good you know go to the game early on Bobblehead Day. It will kind of take care if you got cheap tickets. It right. won't cover your ticket and more. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, Jordan Alvarez, uh, Rookie of the Year Bobblehead. There you go. Yeah, it's one sale. And then this next one's a good one. Oh yeah, this was in my finds last week. Mm-hmm. Um. It's the uh, Buck 110 pocket hunting knife made in USA, custom handle. I don't know what kind of wood that is. Maybe <laughs> tiger wood or something. I don't know. Comes with the, the knife case or the sheath. Um, did the auction on this. Like I said, I didn't last week. I had no idea where it ended up, but I thought it would do pretty good. It ended up with, at one point, it has 71 watchers. Dang. Yeah, it was nuts. That's crazy. Uh, and I wasn't even... a. Like, I didn't get to sit there and watch it in because right. I was busy, but uh, I got to check it afterwards. It ended up going for $212. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm pretty sure it was priced. It might have been 220 but I think it was 212 So, it's just Buck Knife is the brand? Buck 110. Buck 110. Vintage okay. Buck 110. Yeah. All right. Normally, the, the handles are a little more basic than that, but this one is a custom handle. Okay. Which the custom handles seem to do really well. Right. The regular ones, though, I mean, if you see them at thrifts or estate sales, or wherever, they still go for like sixty to a hundred bucks. So, they're worth worth looking looking for. You keep know? your eyes peeled, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to add before we're done here? One day you're gonna hit the it. lens. I know. It's paper. It floats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, that's it. Y'all just come check us out at the sales that we're doing, and come check out our booth when we get it set up. That actually happens. June 1st, that's when we move into the antique store. All right. So. All right. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Resale Brothers. Leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye, low sale. Hi, y'all. Amen. <laughs>